Hey, dear listener, Anthony here. Before we hop into the show, I wanted to let you know about an incredible new resource we just released, The Five Rules of Investing. Dan and I are huge advocates of modeling the behaviors of the people who have done what you hope to do. And who better to model when it comes to investing than legendary investors like Warren Buffett, Howard Marks, and Ray Dalio? This free ebook breaks down the simple time-tested strategies of billionaire real estate investors that you can use to take your investing to the next level. So head over to InvictusMultifamily.com and grab your ebook today. All right, now let's hop into the show. A great investment produces cash flow. Now, I love that big one-time payout that comes when you sell the building, but wouldn't it be nice to have some cash flow along the way to help pay the bills, give you a little bit more cushion if something goes wrong? and give you that peace of mind that you can weather the tough times. That's where real estate investing comes in. See, there are many ways that you can increase the cash flow of an investment property. You could buy it at a low price, you could increase the rent, you could reduce costs, you could create other sources of income like a parking fee. All of these are great stuff. But here's what you gotta watch out for when you're going into an investment because it can be very easy to lose cash flow and very difficult to build it back up. First up, let's talk about capital expenditures. This is something you need to factor in before you purchase your property. It's gonna include all the costs to maintain or even improve your asset. So you gotta ask yourself, how's the boiler looking? How's the roof? How about the plumbing? There are so many areas where you can get hit hard by the CapEx and if you're not prepared, it can sink the ship. And all of that will directly affect your cash flow. Now, I'm not saying that you should turn down any property that has these flaws because you wouldn't have any properties left to look at if you did that. The goal is to be aware of what those issues are so that you can factor in CapEx at the beginning. And if you do that, and if it still looks like the asset's going to produce cash flow and it's going to make you money in the long run, then you can address those issues along the way and things will still work out. So just be extra vigilant before you go under contract when you're doing your property walkthroughs. Make sure you know what you're looking for so that you don't get caught with your pants down after closing. Next up is turnover. A high turnover rate in a property is a killer. So when you're looking at a property's rental history, you wanna see some consistency. If you see that people are just moving in and out all the time, it should be a pretty big red flag because it means people just don't wanna live there or stay there for whatever reason. Now, if you do see a high turnover rate, look for the reasons behind it because it doesn't have to be the death sentence for the deal. In fact, that could be the thing that makes it a good deal. Maybe you go in there and you change whatever the thing was that was driving people away. Now people wanna stay longer. In fact, the building might just be incredibly mismanaged and with the proper business plan and property management team, you might've found an underappreciated gold mine. But if people are leaving because of the property itself, well, there might be some CapEx issues that you'll need to address in the future. And the worst case scenario, if people are leaving because of the neighborhood, call it time of death, because the one thing you can't change is the location. Now, a lot of new investors don't realize how expensive it is to turn over a unit. In fact, it's cheaper to keep a unit vacant and find the perfect resident than to have to constantly turn it over because you just stuffed a body in there. Which leads us then to the next killer, vacancy. And while I did just say it's better to have a vacant unit than a bad tenant, you still don't want to have excessive vacancies. See, an empty unit is just costing you money. You as the owner and operator of the building, you have to pay taxes, insurance, and mortgage, regardless of whether or not somebody's actually living in the property. So there are a few ways to avoid vacancy. For instance, you could add more value to the property to drive more interest. The value add process is beneficial to both you and the resident. Not only are you improving the potential home, but you're increasing the value of your property at the same time. Now with nicer amenities, such as new appliances, new floor, new paint, 
you can increase the rent to match the comparables in your area. And all of this goes towards raising the profitability of your property and therefore raises its value. Now, the other important way to avoid vacancy is just good customer service. And this is overlooked by so many operators, but it's key to retaining and maintaining a solid resident base. So remember, these aren't just units, they're people's homes and they need to be treated with the respect that that deserves. And the last killer in the lineup is costs. Costs are unavoidable, but you can limit or cut them down. Running a property is like running any other business. There are things you will have to pay for, like utilities, employees, maintenance, insurance, and so, so much more. But if you go into a property with a good business plan and good understanding of the previous management, then you can come out with an increased cash flow. And sometimes that means paying a little bit more upfront so that you can make more later. So it might cost you $15,000 to replace the boiler, but if you're looking to hold this property for 10 years and you have to pay somebody to come out every single winter to look at it, you'll have made your money back in no time. So those are the biggest, baddest killers of cash flow that we see. Some of these you need to pay attention to before you buy the property and some you need to address after you close. But regardless of which one it is, always keep in mind that cash flow is the lifeblood of a good real estate investment and there's always room for improvement. So if you can avoid these killers, your investment will be paying off in no time. Hey, thanks for joining us for another episode of Multifamily Investing Made Simple. If you enjoyed the show, could you do us a massive favor? Head over to iTunes and leave a five-star rating and review. Your feedback, it means the world to us as it helps us grow and spread the word about multifamily investing. And don't forget, sharing is caring. So fire this episode over to any friends or family who you think could benefit from learning all about multifamily investing. Thanks, guys. We appreciate every single one of you, and we'll see you on the next show.